This is Mets fan Matt, and you're watching the regular season sportcast. You're one handsome guy. Use the false loop. This is TJ Perkins, TJP, and you're listening to TRSS. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You're listening to TRSS, the regular season sportcast. This is TJ Marconi, the blue eyed devil. Stay tuned, because it's the best podcast going today. You a piece of shit. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. Oh, is the regular season sportscast. I just uh, I could be happy to say that. Although it's summertime and I do hate the summer, I love the, the summer. It's been pretty, pretty decent on this side of the of the United States, on the East Coast. New York has not been hit too bad with any kind of heat waves or intensified humidity these past few weeks. Lucky for me, because I, 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 there's nothing more than I despise than just sweat. Oh, I fucking hate to sweat. It's be, I, you know, that's why. Yeah, as much as I played sports and, and stuff and participated in activities, that whole sticky feeling on your skin. Oh, it's so oh, I can't stand it. Especially when it comes to to heat and humidity, it's gross. And me being a summer baby, and uh, recently celebrating my forty first birthday, uh, I'm 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 appalled by any instances in where I have to deal with intense heat I, I i can't wait for the fucking summer i really can't I, I can't wait for the summer to be over i really cannot wait for winter you know people put up memes on on social media where it's like uh be ready because uh, eight weeks from now we'll, we'll be getting this with a picture of like snow and i'm like so what i don't care you don't understand it's like at least you could put layers on and this heat you gotta take shit off and it's uh and then plus it's a pain in the ass on my electricity bill, having to keep the AC running, fans and shit. I'm already fucking paying out the gills for whatever, but hopefully one day my ship will come and I will be getting paid to do what I do best, and which is to be a verbal linguistics in the sports, wrestling, or whatever interviewing field I could be. But as for now, I entertain the masses with 95 episodes going into the books of the regular season sportscast. So with that being said, I say to you in the masses, <clears throat> welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I'm your host, Jay the Red Sante, here to bring to you another episode of fun-filled escapades of news, developments, information, and downright buffoonery that's going around in the world of sports be sure you check us out on all social media outlets check us out on facebook on the liking group page as well as on instagram at regular season sports check us out on twitter at rwj santi as well as on youtube at regular season sports cast uh guys make sure you check out rageworks.net for everything that's going down in the world of uh world just everything in the world pretty much we got the whole things covered every basis is 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 for your liking we have sports we have wrestling we have toys we have video games we have tv movies whatever is to your liking and under your geek discretion check it out on rageworks.net all podcasts are there for your entertainment purposes call me when it's over turnbuckle tabloid black is the new black the varying issues and of course trss we're all there guys there's nowhere else you should go make sure you check out rageworks.net so uh Going into my opening salvo, I, like I told you guys, I just celebrated my 41st birthday. I really don't feel my age. I always, I do well for myself, you know. I, I do pretty well. I I, I could be, um, although I'm not as active as I used to be sports-wise, but I still can, I can still go when I need to. You know, if I want to play, you know, some handball or toss a ball around, play some football or or go to the to the park and shoot the, the ball around I, you know i don't i don't feel the wear and tear i don't feel like that 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 age 41 is not like i'm turning 69 or 88 or nothing it's just you're some people carry that as a um as a crutch to not want to do anything but you got to be active especially in the line of work that i do like i tell people it's like um working in psychiatry especially being in the front line of having to deal with uh inter uh interpersonal interaction with patients and dealing with crises and sometimes it can get a bit uh 
bit a bit uh bit physical, a bit hectic. Some some patients are not uh very forthcoming when it comes to their treatment. Let's just say they could be assholes. But call a space baby, you'd be a fucking dick for real. But um and it has to. You have to get physical. You have to. You know, sometimes you have to hold them down. Sometimes you you even have to get to a point where you have to grab them up and you know put them in restraints and stuff. So you know, yeah. In some basis, in some ways, you have to be um, physically prepared. Now, mentally and emotionally, it's a different story because I'm 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 a person. I put myself in a different breed in a different sector because I don't really take heed to a lot of things that a lot of you know that 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 people uh, like most people would really entertain like I, I look at social media and you know a lot of people just you know they 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 really put themselves out there to be entertained by just the most silliestness of sillies like the most ridiculous stuff and you stress over way way too little of things and it's a weird weird forthcoming because you know I see everything from up and down, like politics, uh, finances, and you know, especially when I see people flashing money, it's like, my guys, like it's not really what. How does that make you feel? Like, I mean, really, how does that when you do all that? How, I don't, I, it, I never fathom like showing money off. Then you like, you don't even got a four hundred one k plan, you know, no retirement fund, no, no, uh, no investments. You know, you just sitting there flashing. Never understood it. Then on the politics side, you hear people ranting, going back and forth about um, what you call it, uh, you know, Trump this or the Democrats that, you know, they're going back and forth to for nail. And it, 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 even these days, you can't even believe what's being reported in the news because it's all underground networks that are just put, putting out fake news stories just to get, you know, hits, clickbaits and all that stuff. So, you know, people are just... People going back and forth and never really doing any research to, to, to figure stuff out. Another thing that's it's crazy is celebrity. You know, everybody's arguing about, especially now, you know, you hear stories about, you know, the Usher situation and um, you hear other stories about other celebrities and other, you know, musicians and people are going back and forth and, you know, and arguing. And it's like, uh And I only say this because these are like the top three things that, you hear in psych these are stuff this is the three things that that psych patients talk about and they're all rolled into one either they're a rich celebrity who whose father's obama and they believe that the government has implanted a a bug in their head and they have uh millions of dollars in the bank i'm telling you all in one story it'll be one patient who have all this wrapped in one story and one of the biggest things that you hear is um which 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 I, I've focused on mostly at my job is to hear individuals who are in you know, they're they're admitted or, or they come for help is because of relationship and love situation. Like that's like one of the biggest things that <coughs> I find um I find that, that many of us are, are we, we have uh certain let's say weakness when it comes to love. <clears throat> and sure we've all been there down the road Everybody, you know, especially guys. Guys always act as though like they're fucking like the big tough guys and shit. That they, you know, fuck that. Ain't no, ain't no chick gonna try to fucking hurt my heart. Fucking crazy, son. Well, I just be banging them, keep it moving. Get that shit out, y'all fronting. At the end of the day, somebody done fucking wrapped you up and hurt your ass, and it's one way or another. That's why you act the way that you do. Let's be for real. But uh, you know, there's one thing that I always hear in 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 that forum is that how. You know, someone hurt them or someone, you know, broke their heart. They didn't live up to their expectations and stuff like that. And and to see individuals who actually got break down to a point to where they can't function and, you know, they need medication and they're that depressed. It's it's um it's mind boggling, but it's it's real. It's really, really real. I remember, you know, years ago when you know, I was going through my emotions and relationship wise and stuff. And, you know, you go through, especially during a breakup where you're. You know, you don't want to do anything and stuff like that. And, you know, you get it. Like, I understand it. Like, I've been there. You don't want to eat. You, you know, you're, you're still focusing on what happened and how things going and why did it happen and, and what what can occur. And it sucks. And it really does. You know, you go, you go a couple of days and then, you know, you go through the motions of, you know, sadness, depression. Then, you know, anger kicks in and then realization. And then hopefully, finally, you're you're out the woods and you're you're 
set to go forward. But then you see individuals who can't get off of it and they're still stuck in that rut and they really, really down that they need to be, you know, really monitored. And it's it's a scary, scary thing, man. And I just thought about it because I've been seeing that in the past couple of weeks at work where individuals are just breaking down. I think this summer has been like summer love has just been really fucking crazy. And at my job, I've seen a lot of instances where uh, people are just, you know, they're 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 just breaking down and due to relationships or or, or, or um, instabilities. But I got to tell you, uh, turning forty one, I um, I never really thought about that. I never really thought about the whole aspect of you know after after my breakup, my daughter's mother and stuff. I just thought that you know you go through it, live and learn, and you just move on. And I put this whole aspect of my life where it's like you know what, fuck it. If I never meet anybody, I'll never meet anybody again. I'm cool with it. I could just live my life and just just be me. And um, it's funny because a lot of a lot of instances now you never seem to like you you can't plan things, but for some some way, some shape or form. People are put in your life for a reason, and I gotta say, recently I've I've come in contact with that. And you could have, you could have, man, please, you could have heard my earlier episodes of, of TRSS, and I was like, Phew. I was a mess. I was sick. I was just was out there just damaging. I was like, fuck them, you know what I'm saying? You know, women and shit. You know, I was just out there just fucking lambasting, but. You know, that was my bitterness, which I still share. Uh, in, in many instances, I am a bitter dude. But um, for the most part, I have to say that I've, I've, I've come to the realization that, yes, people are putting your life for a reason. And it's best to, um, you know, I was posed that question by someone. who's like, why do you think I was put in your life? And that's an answer that I can't give yet. Maybe it's an answer that uh, I shouldn't have. Maybe it just should be something in which that... Uh, it plays out, and when the right time comes and the right realization hits, uh, I might have an answer for it. But as for now, maybe not. But the, for the most part, for those of you guys who are going through um, a newfound uh, rejuvenation of, of love or uh, going through it to where it's, it's debilitating, you go through it, it's like, it could always get better. You just got to want it. And you know, it's... It's good. It's 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 a progressive thing. Either you're in it or you're out of it. It's still a progressive thing. You you're still learning, and you're still pushing through regardless of age, experience, whatever. Everybody's different. Everybody is a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. But you'll get it. And I have to say that uh, these days, I'm learning and I'm, and I'm appreciating what I what, what I have going on. Be it my personal life, my professional life, and sharing with you guys here on the. TRSS Podcast. So, guys, make sure you check us out once again on all social media outlets as well as on RageWorks.net. This week, we got this week's rant. This week's rant, I'm going to go with everybody's been talking about. You know, you know, football season's about to start, and I got to tell you, this whole Colin Kaepernick thing is still is still in the air. I give you my take. Uh, you can hear whether my views have changed or not. What's my thought process about it? And... Um, what what's 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 been the haps? Because now there just seems to be, you know, there's that that thin that thin line of people not understanding what's going on or want to put more of a spin on it than it should be. So we'll talk about that, as well as what's going on, and uh, talking sports and shit. Got tons tons there to talk about. So uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Got more for you to go through here at TRSS, guys. Stay classy. Why look at what we have here, folks! TRSS Bits and Pieces Back in my football days, I had a really bad condition on my, you know, private area where there was a foul and disastrous odor that would emanate from my jock. Some of the guys were even afraid to tackle me because they were unsure whether or not they were able to come back alive. Then after my football days were over, I still had these issues. There's even times when the missus and I would, you know, try to do the hanky-panky in our bedroom. She would try to go and, you know, give me a blowjob. And she would actually pass out for about two or three minutes. There was one instance that I had to wake her up with smelling salts. This had been plaguing me for some time until I found 
Taint Right. Taint Right is the oil deodorant in which all men should use if they are suffering from the issues that I have. Taint Right has been making my life better and a productive member of society. Taint Right has been a blessing for me and my family, and it will be for yours. Taint Right is not approved by the FDA or any medical pharmaceutical corporations. Taint Right side effects could be penis acne, shrinkage, fall shrinkage, anal leakage, low sperm count, runny nose, and death. You must consult with a physician and a mortician if you want to try Taint Right. Taint Right has been so productive in creating such a happy household and a happy bedroom. Because if it's wrong, it ain't right. This product is approved and endorsed by the regular season sportscast. This is Matthew Kaplowitz, director and producer of the documentary Girl Fight, a Muay Thai story. And you're listening to TRSS. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. This week's rants. Why doesn't Colin Kaepernick have a job yet? I mean, he was the second-string quarterback for the 49ers last year. He had a decent season, and he outplayed the guy who was starting over him. Yet, the guy who was starting over him plays for the Cardinals now. So the guy who had a worse season than Colin Kaepernick on the same team has a job, but Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. And then the Ravens were looking at him. I thought, hell, I know they'll sign him. And when the Ravens didn't sign him, like, I was completely confused. I know some of y'all are like, well, they didn't sign Ray Rice. The Ravens stand for, you know, morality. Well, Ray Rice got into a domestic violence situation with his fiance. She forgave him. They're happily married now. They've gone through counseling and everything. It seems to be okay with them. And But I understand you can't overlook domestic violence. But the Ravens is also the same organization that signed Dante Stallworth after he killed somebody in a drunk driving accident. So let's look at what exactly Colin Kaepernick did. Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the national anthem because he felt like the country wasn't quite equal for people of color. Now he's been blackballed from the entire NFL. And I find that interesting because... What does him taking a stance on a social issue have to do with football? But that's the NFL for you. The NFL always gets on people for conduct off the field or personal things instead of actual things that go on on the field. For example, if you are a drug addict and you're addicted to marijuana, you will be kicked out of the league. If you get into a domestic dispute with your wife that's physical, you will be kicked out of the league. Now, I'm not excusing these things and saying that these things are positive. What I'm saying is these are things that happen in people's homes, and this is things that people deal with, and the NFL will kick you out of the league, even though it has nothing to do with the game itself. But on the other hand, if you ruin the integrity of the game on the field, it doesn't have the same repercussions. For example, if you record the other team's signals illegally for years and then you're finally caught, you don't get kicked out or even suspended. Or if you sabotage the equipment to get a competitive edge and in fact, whenever they try to investigate, you destroy your phone and they find messages that labels the guy who was deflating the balls as the deflator, which shows that you actually did know you don't get kicked out of the league. Exactly. They don't even take your wins away or your Super Bowls or any of that. You get to keep all of that, and you're heralded as the greatest ever. And Colin Kaepernick didn't commit a crime. He didn't use performance enhancers. He didn't, you know, do anything to compromise the integrity of the game on the field. All he did was stand for something, and now he can no longer play football. I'm going to tell you what I think is interesting about all of this. Today marks the 52nd anniversary that people of color have been able to vote, and it became illegal to use prejudice to stop them from voting. The average age of the NFL owner is 70 plus. 
which means the majority of them were actual adults whenever that law came to be. So maybe their issue isn't even with Colin Kaepernick. Maybe just silencing the voice of people of color is just second nature, used to it. That somebody is from comedian Ryan Davis. I heard it on uh, Facebook, and I had to share it with you guys because <clears throat> it's actually a weight and measures of the consensus of what's going on with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Now, my take of this is one of two things. Number one, uh, I'll play devil's advocate here. Uh, Colin Kaepernick took a stand on something, <clears throat> and and I've, I've mentioned it before. I've said it in previous episodes that when you do something and you're part of a group, a team, you represent that team, that group. It's like we're as it's like at work. I if I do something outlandish at work, people are gonna think that my whole crew is like that. You know, if I fucking piss in a patient's cup, they don't think my whole crew does that. Uh, it, it's 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 a it's a thing to where when you go out on your own to take the stance, you know that there's going to be repercussions. Of course there is, because we live in a state of morality, uh, morality where people will say that standing up for what you believe is far worse than uh, beating your wife or driving drunk and hitting a pedestrian or another driver or going to the club with a loaded gun you know that that's that's basically their relief because being able to stand for what you believe in or need for what you believe in is a problem okay granted now once again Colin Kaepernick you don't hear him griping about this you don't hear him saying oh I don't have a job I don't have a job in fact he has barely said a word the only person who has really said something was his girlfriend who said that the Ravens organization was racist because they didn't pick him up and that may not have been good look but okay fine you know I think at this point in time we already seeing the progression was going on here and he's not griping about it you don't hear him griping about it. he understands from what I part what I take in it looking at his tweets and such he's he's going through it he's going through the motions of it uh there's rumors out saying that he actually passed up a contract offering from an unknown team because they wanted to give him the backup minimum and he would have rather not taken a contract and played up the race card i don't know if that's true it's just something ridiculous that they put out there but it's something that people could think about because in all honesty you can go through the list of individuals who were picked up in the offseason before he was now I got to tell you, the majority of these individuals are they they are they are second third string quarterbacks. But you also got to think about the fact that people go, "Well, you know, it's because uh, Colin Kaepernick is playing and that he's not getting picked up." You do know he was ranked 17th in the NFL for his quarterback rating as well. He had played he played in played in 11 games, threw 16 touchdowns with four interceptions. I'm I'm just saying. I'm I'm not sure people understand that what that means but let's just like i said let's just say he 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 did pretty well for a subpar team and like ryan davis mentioned the quarterback that he took over for actually has a job in arizona but once again i'm playing devil's advocate here i'll I'll, i'm gonna be flip-flocking back and forth but once again i I said you're representing a organization a team a, a, a a group and with that being said you have to know that certain owners, well, many owners, are going to be afraid to put you on their team because they don't want to be scrutinized. Something, but it's like, well, you know, he's not a pocket passer. That's why uh, teams are not looking to 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 sign him up because you know he's more of a runner, or you know he's he has his his hiccups when he's under pressure and he's uh, he's confused. In many instances, in many situations and stuff, and you know, we we we've seen him overreact on the field when it came to uh, uh, close quartered games and stuff like that. And you know, they they find excuses. And find, you know what? The big picture is let's 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 let me give you a rundown of um, quarterbacks who were signed before. Mike Glennon was signed by the Bears. Once again, uh, fits their model because you know they want a pocket passer. Okay, uh, Brian Hoyer. 
49ers. Uh, he can't go to the Fort. He can't go back there anyway. Uh, Josh McCowan with the Jets. I guess he's played a lot of games. Uh, and down the line, the rest of the list, it's uh, Geno Smith, signed with the Giants, is a backup. Uh, Case Keenum, the Vikings, is a backup. You got uh, Mark Sanchez with the Bears, he's a backup. Matt Shaw with the Falcons, he's a backup. Uh, EJ Manuel with the Raiders, is a backup. It's like all these individuals did not, I don't believe, perform any better than than Kaepernick did. Did not. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. The man was 17th in performance quarterback rating. He was. He, he threw. For, he had a 90 percentile in his uh, QB rating. And um, your favorite quarterbacks were just ahead of him. You had, the, the, of course, the Brady's. You had a. You had the the, the Matt Ryan's. You, you know, all 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 of those big boys were 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 ahead of him, and he was the I believe the first or the second backer behind all starters that was in that field, but yet. Once again, it's a thing to wear that uh, he's not a pocket presence. His first instinct is to run. He can't throw the ball. Okay. My whole feeling is, at the end of the day, they hate you until they need you. And with the way that quarterbacks is going down, Ryan Sandingham went down with Miami. They signed Jay Cutler, which was an obvious choice because Kaepernick can't play in Miami. That, that, that. The whole Fidel Castro thing and the Miami crowd and stuff like that—they're they're not gonna—they're gonna back, they're not gonna back him there. And Jay Cutler is going back with his former coach, in which they have a reputation. And even, even in the recent interview in which uh, Jay Cutler discusses his return, give me one second. I'm, I'm gonna bring this interview out because uh, I found it interesting on on his nonchalant way of coming back to football after um, announcing he wasn't gonna play anymore. Yeah, you you, you, you have to hear this because it's like uh, different mode, different mindset, getting ready for the Fox. It didn't even sound excited um, to be to really, be back in football. Know, pretty good with where I was in my life. You know, I was around the kids a lot. Um, you know, felt pretty content. Uh, so weighed back and forth on this. I mean, I I'd probably say my wife Kristen probably talked me into it more than uh, anybody else could. What? She what? Well, the good thing is I play quarterback, so I don't really have to be in uh, that great of uh, cardiovascular shape. Um, but I'll be fine. What? Uh, you know, we Adam knows uh, uh, kind of what I'm going to do, so we'll uh, we'll figure it out along the way. Wait, he plays quarterback, so he doesn't have to be in cardiovascular shape because apparently 275, 85 pound men chasing him down. It's nothing. No, everybody, I, I'm, I'm I'll be fine. I'm I'm good. It's cool, but this is who you sign. And like I said, Kaepernick wouldn't have gone that way because once again, the Miami uh, crowd wouldn't have wanted him there. The fans wouldn't want him there because his pro Fidel Castro thoughts and whatever. But uh, still, you you got to take into consideration that now it's it's just obvious. Now the the word blackball, blacklisted, is being thrown around, and I got to tell you, owners and you know, NFL uh, uh, purists, or the case, or if you want to put them in that that realm, you know, if it if it is that that they're afraid of, of of the backlash of the fans, or the case may be, I gotta, I I gotta, I, I as a fan, I gotta tell you, they don't care, they don't care, they really don't care. You, you want to talk about middle America is gonna care? They don't care. You know what they care about? W's. They want their team to win. That's all they care about. You would put a win. You could put Adolf Hitler as a starting quarterback for Cleveland, and if he'll bring him a fucking Super Bowl, ah, that Hitler. I, you know, I I can look past his views on the Jews and what he did. And they don't. Fans don't care. They want W's. That's all they're focused on. Let's be honest here. We've seen it in many many spectrums of sports. The bad guy comes to your town from an opposing team, and you're like. Fuck him. He, don't, he ain't shit. Fuck him. And as soon as he's part of your team, it's like, oh, my God, I'm glad we signed him. Let's be for real. No one cares. No, everybody just wants the W. And can Kaepernick bring the W? Maybe. Maybe not. Depending on what kind of system he's in, what kind of schemes he's in, maybe. But the fact of the matter is you're not giving him the shot because apparently you're afraid of what backlash you're going to get. I don't I don't even think they really care that much. And at this point I don't even think he cares that much either. 
I did say that I will not I will not be buying Madden this year unless Colin Kaepernick uh, gets uh, gets signed. Uh, I did say that, and to be truth be told, I really wasn't too excited to buy Madden anyway. Like I was like it's eh, it's, it's it's heads and tails for me, but I, I wasn't really really caring about getting it anyway. But um, still in all, like I still don't want to. I mean, like I said, I love football. I'm, I, that's it's my favorite sport, and I I watch it because I love it, and I watch it because I'm gonna, you know, I, I have this show and I have to watch it. But also, you know, it's not it's not really the whole fuck that you have to like protest the whole thing. Who should be protesting? Honestly, is the players. Honestly, is the players. Let me look up what's the percentage of African American players in the NFL because the players' associations should. Look into this. They really need to to percentage. I'm looking at it right now. I know I should be better prepared, but percentage. They need to back him up because it, it, this could happen to anybody and in all spectrums. Next, going to say, um, uh, young Christian males can't play football anymore. Is is this what we're saying? Seventy percent of the NFL is African American. Seventy percent. If they walked out tomorrow because of the Kaepernick situation, or at least to get them some kind of restitution, I don't think you should get a, like some kind of uh, payout or whatever. But at least some type of of, uh, of idea or or or, or uh, resolution to this. Uh, I believe that if they walked out tomorrow, the season's over. There will be no there will be no football this year. None, zero, zilch. Even if. Fifty percent walked out. Season's over. Zero, zilch, done. And I'm wondering why the NFL Players Association is not looking more into this. Because honestly, you could put these players over. You could put the owners over a barrel. And we've seen what strikes have done. Or even just not giving your all. Just saying. But for my thoughts, my beliefs, like I said, playing playing devil's advocate for this thing. It's like, look. If he was playing an individual sport like tennis, golf, you know, he is his own man. He's his own. The only thing that he would have to worry about is advertisers and sponsors that he represents. But other than that, it's not a team thing. He can he can say, do whatever he wants and have his belief. But, you know, when you're part of a team, you represent that team. And on the other side of the fence, let's not act like he's not getting signed because he's just not a good player. Oh, he's just not in their system. He doesn't fit in their system. Then let's just not act, let's just act like that's not what it is, right? He's a running quarterback. We don't need that these days. These days, right? When we come back, we're gonna have a uh, talking sports and shit. Tons and tons to talk about there. Uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around, guys. We have uh, more on the plata. Don't go anywhere. So we had a couple of drinks, and then one thing led to another. Went back to the room and shit. I was like, yo, let's go. Yo, let's go. Chill for a little bit. And she was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, word. That, that word. That's what happened. So what up? What happened next? So I played some music and shit, right? And then, you know, one thing led to another. And then, she, you know, she pulled out her panties. And then all of a sudden, her dick came out. I was like, what? Wait, 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 wait. You said she had a She had a dick. Where the fuck you met this chick at? Um, I, I, I said she had a dick. Oh, um. Uh, yo, you hear that music up the block, yo? Yo, that shit, that shit is bumping, son. Yo, let's go check that shit out, man. That shit sounds crazy over there. Yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. Yo, that shit does sound crazy. But you're going to have to tell me about that chick with the dick later. That shit sounds bugged out. You still got her number? What? No, let's go to the block to see where this music coming from. It sounds like they jamming over there for real. Yo, I ain't gonna front. This music is pumping, but dude, ain't nobody in here dancing. What the fuck is going on here? Everybody seems so fucking. I don't know. It's out of it and shit. Do you need a DJ? Do you want your DJ to play music that you can vibe to? Do you want your DJ to get the party started, get it going, and get it cracking? Do you want a DJ that, well, goes through its feelings and emotions during the night and possibly has some personal or maybe mental disorders? Well, we're the DJ syndicate for you. 
Please stop the music production presents three of the hottest DJs. Well, well, let's just say they know their music, but really, really have some emotional troubles. On the ones and twos, DJ Optimistic, DJ Passive Aggressive, and your DJ Melancholy. Kick it off. If you got a hundred bills in your pocket, it's 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 okay. But even if you don't, it'll be cool because I know that sooner or later you're gonna get a raise. What? Your 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 boss will appreciate your job. But it, it's alright. As long as you got a twenty, it's still good. You're a good person. So if you got a hundred bills, put your hands up. But if you don't, it's still cool. You know, Shut at least you got something up. in your life going on. Yeah, let's get it on. Come on, guys, put your hands up. Hey, ladies, if you're fine. That's cool, but even if you're not, if you're like a five instead of like a ten, it's all right because you know somebody out there is gonna like you for your personality. I really she think ugly. that you know if, if you try a little harder, maybe put some uh, makeup on and maybe a little bit more extensions, you'll get that guy and you could go from a five to a seven. Just so play the music, that's stupid. Right. Ladies, if you're a ten, put your hands up, put your hands up. But even if you're a five, maybe a six is cool. Just maybe that sometimes you shouldn't even like try too hard. You could just maybe shut like, the fuck up, up. And, and work on your personality. That'll help everything out. So, ladies. Fucking virgin. Also in the mix is DJ Melancholy. Brooklyn, where you at? Because I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I really don't like what happened in Brooklyn these days. The whole gentrification is going on, and it's nobody want to hear that shit. Sad, and and I'm, I'm hoping that our, our neighborhoods could get back, and maybe we could we, we could learn to to better ourselves and bring ourselves to another level, and maybe not need the outsiders to help our businesses and stuff. You cry like and, a little bitch, son. Maybe maybe we should start looking into our own communities and doing better for ourselves. So Brooklyn, where you at? Oh, yo, Brooklyn, where you at? Uh, yeah, honestly, where are you, Brooklyn? Because we where really the white need women to come at? back and, and find more more of an attentiveness to our own neighborhoods. But please, please don't let outsiders come in and, and try to raise our rents and stuff like that because it's really, really digressing and depressing to Take our, that own, shit outside, our own livelihood. So, Brooklyn, go Brooklyn, go Brooklyn, go Brooklyn. And finally, on the ones and twos, getting his mix on is DJ Passive Aggressive. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. But don't, don't, you don't have to really. It's fine. Don't put your hands up. It really doesn't matter to me anyway. It's not like I'm going to get paid or anything like that. No, no. No, no, no. Don't put your hands up. It's not like I'm not doing this because I just want to. I need you guys to participate and such. You know, if you don't, you don't really have to. It's not like the the club owner is sitting here going to pay me because of your response. No, please. Fuck it. Please. Don't put your hands up. You don't have to. But, you know, if you really feel the need to, if you really want to, that'd be fine. Maybe somebody else would put their hands up. I don't know. Maybe the, the next person next to you. If if possibly, if that could occur, if you could help a brother out. In associated with Get That Money Incorporated, three of the hottest DJs in the party scene and possibly in any self-help group or any self-evaluating therapy that you've run into, DJ Passive. Aggressive DJ Optimistic and DJ Melancholy brings to you the hottest tracks, hottest beats, and hottest blends that you'll hear on a day to day basis, as well as sharing their grievances and daily gripes that they feel they need to, and also whatever psychological and emotional status that they're feeling. You can find our DJs at LetTheRecordSkip.com And also download their music at SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and, uh, well, as DJ Optimistic would say, Hey, if you can't find us, don't worry, we'll find you! DJs on the rounds. This paid advertisement is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Hi, this is Ali Musi, and you're listening to TRSS. Dishy. Sticking to the, I guess, pretty much the theme that I'm going with on this episode with mental illness and stuff like that. Uh, I recently watched a, um, I believe it was Outside the Lines on ESPN, and it was a story of a former WNBA player, uh, Skylar Rue. And, and this is what I tell you, I said, 
this could happen to anyone. It can happen to anyone at any time. Uh, former WNBA player uh, Sky LaRue uh, was recently documented on the ESPN program. And uh, it seems as though that she's fallen on hard times. And this is due to mental illness. It seems as though uh, she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. And it's been in the streets of the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, she's fallen on hard times where she's uh, homeless and um, you know, had had her run-ins with the law and such. When she had a promising, promising WNBA career just 10 Almost twelve years ago. Now, um, it's it's crazy because, and not no pun intended, but it's crazy because you you never think that someone who has such talent and goals and and the ability to do things that other individuals aren't able to do and and reach a a professional life in which many dream to have will just give it up, and it, it's due to. You know, mental mental illness. She just gave it away. And during the interview, you hear her thought process of why she left the game and uh, why she prefers to be in the streets. And it's 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 like I said, it's crazy not to use the you know not to use that word, but it's it's crazy because it's real, man. It it is it, it affects a lot of people differently, but it is it is a real thing. And seeing it every day, you know. People go, damn! Like, how can somebody just do that? Like, you you had it, you got it. Sometimes the illness is more overpowering than the individual, and they don't want the help because, especially when if you're a schizophrenic, you're thinking differently than others, and you believe in your ways the right way. You know, people say, why would you want to live in the streets? And it's just that's what the illness is. So I like I watched this and. It made me think about how many individuals, athletes, are going through this day to day, and we just don't know about it. How many teammates are seeing this? Because even in this interview, uh, their teammates have have, you know, have said that they've seen uh, the behavior of Skylar Rule shift and change from college to WNBA. Like they've they've witnessed it, and even some have tried to reach out to help her, but you know she's she's to believe to be too far gone by at this point but yeah it makes me think like how many how many individuals you, you like, how many players do you think are going through this like right now it's 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 a it's a real troubling troubling thing to to put together I must you. this past weekend we celebrated the nfl hall of fame inductees Oh, I should be playing the music. Hold on. Let me let me find it. Let me cue up my NFL dramatic music while I just run this down. On the mighty, mighty frozen tundra of any town USA, the NFL's Hall of Fame gladly brings to you our inductees. These men left it all on the gridiron. These men knew pain, suffering, just to get a touchdown, just to keep the offense off the field, and just to get laid. How much punani did these men generate during their years in the NFL? Men like... LaDamian Tomlinson, Terrell Davis, Jason Taylor, Kenny Easley, Morton Anderson, Kurt Warner, and Jerry Jones, especially Jerry Jones. I know that old white motherfucker is getting all the tukey he can. Morton Anderson played with the Giants, Falcons, Saints, Chiefs, and Vikings. Terrell Davis running back for the Broncos. Kenny Easley for the Seahawks. Jason Taylor with the Dolphins, Washington, Redskins, and Jets. LaDamian Thomason, the Chargers and Jets. 
Kurt Warner with the Rams, Giants, and Cardinals, and Jerry Jones, the Tukey Man, owner of the New York Cup. What? The New York what? What the fuck is wrong? Owner of the Dallas Cowboys. I was just noticing there's a lot of Giants winning there, a lot of New York teams when uh, uh, players win. But they didn't go in as that. Of course, LaDamian went in as a as a Charger. Uh, Kurt Warner, I believe, went in as a Ram. Uh, and Morton Anderson, I think he was going in as a Saint, I believe. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to those gentlemen. Uh, NFL Hall of Fame. Get your get your your yellow jacket, your gold jacket, whatever it is, a color jacket, and a mustard mustard jacket. So uh, yeah, congratulations to the men. It's it's funny because now it comes to the to the at now I'm looking at that era in which I'm watching guys that when I started watching football were not in the league yet because I started watching football when I was about eight nine years old. That's when all sports started coming to me, and now I start seeing guys who came in the league when I'm watching and are walking out the league like. It's crazy. It's a real. It's now now being forty one. Now you can tell you know you really get no motherfucking shit. Guys are going into the Hall of Fame are younger than you. Ain't that some shit? But uh, yeah, man. Except for Martin Anderson, that's a whole fuck. But yeah, congratulations to those men. That doesn't make sense. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Uh, talking to MLB, Major League Baseball is. I gotta say that the excitement is back, man. I, when you got guys and and. Teams that are just raring, gearing up for that 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 run for the playoffs, man. It's it's, it's astounding to see. And I must admit, as much as I despise the fucking Yankees, um, I gotta say these guys you know, they're doing well. You got guys like um, Aaron Judge who's basically uh, tearing it up. Uh, the Yankees are making a big push out there. You know, although they're as of as of this recording, they're three games back of the Red Sox, but still that 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 race is not. It's not up yet. At any moment, I could turn. The Astros are slaying out there in the AL West. Um, Indians are doing well. But they have the, the Royals right behind them. Twins as well. That's a that's a dog fight there as well. I There's not much to say about the Mets. They're just whatever. But the Nationals are... I don't even fuck them. Uh, Cubs bounce back. Although they're in, they're in the dog fight as well with the Brewers. Cardinals, that whole NL Central just seems, except for the Reds, but that whole NL Central is a toss up there as well. It's exciting, man. You really got, and of course, you can't you can't take anything away from what's going on in LA Land, man. Like La La Land is ridiculous. I, when can you say that? Was the last time that you seen a team tear it up like this, man? And it's funny because the Rockies are, are sixty four and forty eight as of, as of this recording, but and they're fifteen and a half games out. In any other division, they're leading. Any other division, they're 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 leading that division except for the AL West and I believe uh, in the AL East. But any other division, they will be leading. Not even no in the AL East. No, they would be leading in that division as well. It's crazy. That is phenomenal. But shout out to, to the Dodgers. Everything seems to be click, clicking over there. Uh, they acquired you uh, Darvish, which is a. Uh, it's a good look for him because now he'll get some run support and he doesn't have to worry too much there and just continue to throw them strikes. You'll be good on that that side of the the world because man, Dodgers that is ridiculous, man. And you got you got you know guys out there. You got guys like Giancarlo Stanton who's out there tearing it up, uh, hitting those bombs just like um, Aaron Judge hitting bombs. Like it's just I'm telling you, this is this is going to be a year that baseball makes a triumphant comeback so don't don't sleep on them start watching now this is when it starts getting heated up and you guys start paying attention to mlb because this is where it's lit man it's lit i'm telling you it's crazy it, it looks like i'm a wreck it's in the hole usain bolt loses shocker right superman gets dethroned by the flash i guess this is what we're looking at if that's the way we're gonna look at it usain bolt lost uh his last race 100 meters to uh uh, Justin Gatlin, I believe Justin Gatlin was a previous uh, on was an NFL. Well, he played in the NFL, but uh, there was always uh, some inklings that he has the ability to to dethrone Usain Bolt, and it was always a um, during the Olympics there was there was uh, there was rumblings of whether or not uh, he would ever catch him, but uh, it it seems as though that he made it. He got it. 
and it looks as though that he will be, you know, people are, are looking for him to be the front. A Brooklyn guy, too. Oh, shit, my dude. No, he never he didn't play for the NFL. But, um, yeah, it seems as though that he is now going to be the face of the track and field world now. So um, let's see how that occurs for him. Guy, fast motherfucker, yo, shit. What can I tell you? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Pete Rose admits to sexual liaisons with a teenager back in the 70s. <laughs> Who has it, right? I mean, come on, really? Right? Right? No? All right, now. Okay, no, but apparently, like, if his reputation isn't tarnished enough, well, this will probably seal the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, Mr. Joe, whatever. You ever seen a grown man naked? Kyrie Irving drama. Let me tell you something. Uh... I, I didn't get to speak about it last time because it's funny because, once again, it's one of those things that every time I do this show, as soon as I put it to rest and I send it out to Rich and Rageworks to, to upload, five, ten minutes later, the, the, the madness begins, and that's exactly what happened. As soon as I put that sh- the, the last episode to rest, all of a sudden, mm, Kyrie Irving doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore. Like, motherfucker, shit. You know how long I... Shit. Um, for next episode, I'm going to bring uh, our NBA analyst, our specialist... Uh, Josie's boy back, so we could discuss that situation. But I have a feeling that he knows, you know, that there's 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 talk that he's not happy with being the son son of LeBron, and he wants his own thing at this point. But I, I believe he's there's more there's more to this than he believes. I, I really believe that he knows that LeBron will be leaving in a year. Uh, he has two years left on his contract, so LeBron will leave in a year, which everybody says, well, then it'll be your team. Yeah, but once Kyrie, you know, Kyrie is there without LeBron, how many people are going to want to play in Cleveland? Let's be for real. Not many people going to want to go up there. They're like, oh, play for Cleveland? Fuck that. LeBron ain't there. Fuck, I want to go up there for. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's 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 hedging his bets, and he's going to go He's gonna go somewhere to um start somewhere fresh. Now, if I was Cleveland's fucking, uh, you know, their administration and stuff over there, the 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 GM and stuff that's going on and that's happening there. I, if I were him, you send him to a wasteland. He'd be like, you fucking little prick. Send him to fucking uh, 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 a team like Phoenix. Although Phoenix has a young squad, you know, Kyrie Irving might actually like, boost that. You know, that they could become a playoff team. Like, all they need is probably like one more piece and they'll be good. Uh, there was rumblings that he's in talks with possibly going to the Knicks. And it's like, really? I mean... It does. It could. It could put him in a contender mode, but like, really? Uh, and and it's it's. I don't know. Like, and I said, I think there's more there that's not being said. And from what they said, LeBron really wants to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. One out of uh, one hundred and ten out of one hundred and eleven NFL. Players who uh, were studied for CTE, uh, it came back positive. In another news, um, water's wet. In case you guys didn't know that, one hundred and ten out of one hundred eleven came back with CTE. Breaking news! And in other news, the sky is blue. Uh, bears shit in the forest, and also elephants give birth to other elephants. What are we talking about here, guys? These men are playing on the field in which they're crashing into each other at high velocities of speeds. Come on. Let's, let's, come on. Really? Now the point is whether or not are they going to take any measures to, to I guess, bring safety measures in. I've talked about this previous issues. Uh, this previous episode, excuse me. I said, um, these guys know the situation. They know what it is. You know, you can make millions upon millions of dollars and... If you're going to shorten your life by 10 years but have your, your your family fed and set for the rest of their lives possibly, that's a risk that they're taking. And they understand that. We know this. It's like, to be honest, it's like going to war. You know, and when, when, you, when you're signed up for the military and you're going out for war, there is a chance that you may not come home. And these are the sacrifices that you make. And these are the sacrifices that these individuals are making on the field. Now, can there be changes made? What are you going to change? They, they already have helmets that that uh, pretty much secure the the individual. Uh, they made tr- they made changes in which that uh, head on collisions should be, uh, are going to be, but it's going to happen anyway because incidental contact occurs, 
Incidental contact happens on the front line. You know, offensive and defensive players are always offensive linemen and defensive linemen are always clanging heads. This is all. This is this. It's nothing different. You're gonna change. You're gonna change it to. You might as well just change it to flag football. This is basically it. By the way, there's a flag football league out there. So uh, kudos to that. But yeah, pretty much. Um, there's nothing more you can do for that. Honestly, I mean. What are we gonna do? We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna play with leather helmets now. We're gonna do like back in the days, and we're, we're gonna go back to the uh, the the strapping days of uh, who was. Uh, I'm trying to think like uh, fr- like Frank Gifford's days and shit like that. Why a tittle, please? I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. Neymar Jr. signs a 256 million dollar 256 million dollar deal. Shit, sign for PSG, huh? Guess that um that soccer money is fucking lit. Like for real, I guess I. I sh- Damn, I should have played a sport that uses, hardly ever uses your hands. By the way, I will be I will be picking up a FIFA this year for uh, the PS4 or the um. I just got a Nintendo Switch. Shout out to my um my little cyborg who got that for me as a Christmas gift. But um yeah, I, I will be. I, I want to get back into to soccer, so this is gonna be my launching pad. So I can understand why Neymar Jr. just got all this fucking money. I'm telling you, that's soccer money. Fucking legit. Yo, who? Yo, can, is it too late for me to learn? I want to learn how to play soccer. Can it happen? Every Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Uh, this past week, we we have to give a, our condolences to a, a uh, sudden passing of Don Baylor and Darren Dalton. Darren Dalton passes away due to uh, brain cancer. Uh, I remember Darren Dalton with the Phillies, the, when those those guys back in the '90s, they had a ragtag bunch of like John Crook and all that. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Young young man, young man, 55 years old, and Don Baylor. Who I remember, Don Baylor was big, burly man. Would go up to the plate, and you always expected a bomb from him, man. It's, it's, it was like, whew. and I believe um, yeah, he passes away at 66. Condolences out to those men and their family. We don't need no stinking budget. Uh, seems as though a college football kicker loses his eligibility because of YouTube. Am I reading this right? Donald Delahaye loses his eligibility, his NCAA eligibility, because of him profiting from YouTube videos. Now, what they are saying is his um, if if the if if the videos pertain to football then there is a that's a conflict of interest but it's stated that his videos have no uh video like any images or anything of him playing the game so what's the problem here and plus these are kids all right the checks might be at might not be that big for him of what he's getting but it's a little something but yet that's a problem, but yeah, your coach is making seven million dollars a year off of your fucking heart. You know, they really need to fucking rectify this. This is just bullshit, really. And especially the day and age of how people are making money these days, and it's so it's it's nonsense. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Uh, that'll that'll be up for me. Uh, and by the way, just before I go, uh, the referees guild out in California has a California. And California has uh, broken their commitments to the Adidas company. Five-year run and pretty much boils down to one man and one man in general. Mr. Crazy, LaVar Ball. Yeah. A lot of, a lot. you know, I love how people say, I love that dude. He's great for basketball. But is he really or is he just great for him? I I'm still trying to put pinpoint how he's great for basketball. I thought his son was supposed to be the one that's great for basketball. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the like and group page as well as on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJSanti as well as on the YouTube at regular season sportscast. Guys, fun episode. Sooner, sooner, uh, I'm going to probably say in probably a week or two. We'll get back to normal once football gets into full spring, uh, full swing. Sorry, and um, already super producer Sally is excited because she wants to make a football picks this year. So we're gonna be doing that as well, guys. I'm not best for business. I'm best for everyone. I'm the king of talk style, and catch you guys on the rebound squash. The regular season sportscast. <laughs>
the regular season sports cast.